Um, if anything, you should move it back so the Mac's closer to you. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm oh, sorry. Let me do my mic check again. Want to make another just giant... <laughs>
So community is like this big circle, and every time you help someone on a quest, their circle goes into your community circle, and every 16 people in your circle, you level up. So you start at level 1, and it goes, I think, to level 5. Through the entire game, I knew that people are like, listen, there are points in the game where the, where the game will say to you, hey, you need a certain level of community to continue the game. And I'm like, okay, I know that. So I'll do side quests along the way, and I'll take my time, and I'll raise my little affinity charts for all my people. It's the second to last and the last area quests. Like, it's get the community level two, and then get the community level four. <laughs> so when I got to the near the end of the game, it was like, get the community level two. And I was like, oh, okay. I had to do, like, two more quests. And I did two more quests. It was great. And then it was getting to level four, and I'm like, that's 32 people. <laughs> and the good thing is... Once you get to that point, they kind of, like, ease up on it. There's a lot more quests to, like, give you to community. Or there's just people in the world you can talk to, and they just give you the community automatically. And it's, like, the quests themselves are cool because, like, a lot of them are, like, on top of one another. So, like, one of the quests, it's, like, one of the last quests you can do, you, you're trying to recruit people to the guard to help fight the bad guy. And you talk to a lot of people whose quests you've already completed. And when you beat that, you get, like, three or four community. Which is cool. And it keeps it, like, the storylines, these, like, little, little mini storylines or the side quests, interesting. But at the same time, it's kind of annoying because it feels super daunting. Because it's not like, hey, you need to get 32 community, and here are 32 side quests. It's like, here's eight. And, you know, you don't know that when you complete one, you might get another one. When you get the community up to level three, you get another, like, a whole new swath of community things to access. But, I mean, it, I don't want to say it padded the game, because it's like, I would probably have done all those things it's kind anyway. Of, it's kind of like in Wind Waker, how towards the end of the game, the momentum comes to a halt. Because you have to get all the Triforce shards. But I felt like Triforce shards didn't wear out their welcome as much, because it's like, listen, you're traveling the ocean, you're doing things that you haven't done before, new dungeons and stuff like that. Where this... I think it's just a little bit longer than it should be. Like, if you had to get a community level, like, three, I would have been fine. But, like, usually we record on a Wednesday, and I wouldn't have been able to talk about this game in its entirety on Wednesday, and today is Sunday. I finished it yesterday. <laughs> so from Wednesday to Saturday, all I did was side quests to get to our community to level four. Nice. And I was enjoying it along the way. I really like the game, and the combat system is just different enough that it keeps it interesting and... It's not as kind of cut and dry as Xenoblade 2, because in Xenoblade 2 you get a lot more customization, but generally speaking, you know, you have your guy who's the tank, and you have your guy who's the healer, and you have your guy who's your damage dealer, or like a damage healing hybrid. Mm -hmm. But in this game, because you're using three different people from the start, um, there's this system where you, when you take damage, there's like permanent damage you lose, and there's red damage, which you don't count the red bar, but if you ever switch, your red bar heals up entirely. So almost everyone's a healer for themselves. So you only actually have one blade with one attack that heals. Right. And between the nine people, everyone else can heal themselves through switching. So it's not as important. So it's it's, it's a lot more fun because you get to be really aggressive. Your whole team is kind of aggressive. And there is, you know, someone who still does tanking, but they're, they're powerful, so they're fine. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, overall, I think for people, you know, they say like, oh, you could play this one before you played Xenoblade 2. I wouldn't do that. I feel like it ruins some of Xenoblade 2. How so? There are some of like the story beats in Xenoblade 2, knowing what I know from Torna, would kind of get ruined. It wouldn't like ruin the game for you, mm -hmm. but like the narrative structure of everything kind of falls apart a little bit more. Well, it's a, it's a prequel, right? It is a prequel. So, I mean, whenever a prequel is made, 
I believe the the thought is you've already seen yes. or played or read the original. Of course, work of whatever. It's based but they on. have said in a couple like press releases and stuff, you could play this one first if you wanted to. I mean, you. Like, I mean, you could. Yeah, and I think if you were like on the fence about a Xenoblade game, then you should get this because it's. I mean, like I said, it was only sixteen hours to beat. Where I spent over a hundred hours in Xenoblade too. Mm-hmm. So, it's not that I wouldn't recommend it, but like playing through, I'm happy I played through in the order I did. And I wouldn't, if someone were to ask me which one should I start with, I'd probably say Xenoblade 2. If I had to, if I had to choose a Xenoblade game to start with, I would say X. Because it's the same combat system as the original one. It's obviously not the Blade thing. Yeah. But it gives you, like, the way the combat works. Where it's like you don't actually attack, you just kind of stand there and they right. attack and for it, you. I mean, it has the arts system of the first game but it's got no like story pressure because you just pick up random missions and just do whatever you want and it's much more experimental yeah and it's, it's a lot of fun in that sense. i've heard it's very fun i'm hoping they port it to the switch i feel like i feel like it might get there if monolith's like hey i think x2 yeah. is more likely yeah well i know they're working on something right now but uh... I, I wonder if it's um a um i wonder if it's xenoblade though yeah, well, because I, I know they want to work on something that's not Xenoblade. Yes, because I mean, you got to think about it. When did the first Xenoblade come out? Xenoblade like, One came out oh uh, nine, I think. Oh yeah, oh nine or oh eight. So like, they've been working on only Xenoblade games for ten years. Yeah, I mean, they did do well though. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like, when you're as a company, you you got to think, man, I got I want to do something else, you know? What yeah, I mean? and they've been talking about like the next thing they want to do is going to be like some crazy like high fantasy thing. Yeah. So it's very different from what they've been working on because everything's always like these like neo futurist, <laughs> but then also still in the past something. I would definitely call Xenoblade high fantasy. Xenoblade one? No, all of them. Well, I'm saying high fantasy in like traditional like Lord of the Rings high fantasy. Oh, okay. Not saying there. They are very fantastic <laughs> in that respect. Like they are definitely fiction. They are very fa- they are very fantasy. Yes, but when I say high fantasy, I mean right. Like, I know Tolkien. I see what you're saying. All right. Well, uh, uh, we make The Witcher. What? Just kidding. They're perfect. Okay. They don't need to be remade. <laughs> uh, but yeah, overall, I I wouldn't I wouldn't rate it as highly as I would the original game. But um, it's still good. I would still say it was worth it. I was I'm happy I purchased it. I'm happy to have it on my shelf. I'm just surprised, I guess, because like I I also bought the Mario and Rabbids DLC. And I think I enjoyed the Mario Rabbids DLC a lot more. Like, I felt like this was more of a compliment to Xenoblade 2, where Rabbids Kingdom Battle Donkey Kong expansion was, like, kind of, like, a small game. Right. So, that's kind of where I land. Well, I mean, that's that's what most DLC is. Yeah, you know? and, that's, I mean, and that's, I'm not saying I'm disappointed by that. Different. I was just, like, I was very surprised. I was like, wow, I, I can't believe I enjoyed, you know, the Rabbids DLC more. But <laughs> it is good. It still is really good. Right. It's just, uh, now that I've played two DLCs, kind of, not back-to-back, but close enough to one another, I'm like, eh. You know, Set of Blade 2 was good. I'm happy I played it. It's not, uh, it's not as good as the original. <laughs> well, I mean... It wouldn't be, but, you know. Don't expect it to be. Yeah. I mean, not every game could be The Witcher 3, right, Matt? Exactly. Anyway, but that's all really I've been playing. Um, the other than that, all I did was, uh, I saw for seven for a bunch of, uh, powerful Pokemon in Ultra Sun, and it really wanted me to do competitive <laughs> battling again. I, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't <laughs> fall back in that. Event, I, well, when Sun and Moon, or not Sun and Moon, when Let's Go comes out, I'm sure we'll get back into Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, but not yet. Not yet. <laughs> but what about you, Matt? Month. No, what have you month. been playing? All right. Well, I have been playing. Um, I've been playing quite a bit of video games this past week, I suppose. Yeah. Um. So the first one that I was really playing was Dragalia Lost. Came out. I think the night. That the last time we recorded that night it came out. Yes, it did. And so I downloaded that night, and I've been playing it since then. And it is very good. 
It's so the way I would like describe Dragalia Lost is that it is um, take every every piece of a mobile game you could think of, you know, like um, like a camp management or like a farm kind of thing. What should we call them? The um, the getting the get, the gotcha things as Mike gotcha calls pond. them. Um, the I don't know. It's just like everything. I don't. I'm, I don't. Even, I'm losing words right now because there's just so many but pieces. It's it's all of them. It's everything that you could think of. It's those. It's just the the way the levels are formed. It's just it's basically every like mobile game cliche wrapped into one game, and they're all so very well done that it's very interesting, and very fun to just to do. But the problem is there's so much of it. So like, I I guess it's not necessarily a bad thing. But you get so overwhelmed so quickly. Oh, yeah. And if you're into that kind of thing, then it's a lot of fun. But there's a lot of things, and I'm playing this game, and I'm like, this game is too ambitious for a mobile game. Really? Is the way I would look at it. And I would th- I would say that this game, if it was on Switch, if they put more effort into it, if they made it a full console game with the bases that's here, it could be Nintendo's Diablo. Okay. Is the way I would describe it. Because it's... It is that kind of what are they called ARPGs? Oh, like what, like the Diablo style game? Yeah, the Diablo they were style game. Dungeon crawlers. I don't know. I'm really bad with ARPG. The I believe arena RPG, and it's it's like that. And you have a team, and you go through like little dungeons, and you pick up loot in the dungeons. Little raids and, you get and stuff. Things. Yeah, and um, and then you power yourselves up, and then you just go to the next one, and you power yourself up, and you go to the next one. And it's very fun, but I'm like, wow, if they put just a little more effort into this, this could be a really good console game. Yeah. And that's the way that I saw it. And it takes so long to play. Because, all right, so the way you play the game, the, the actual game, is you have you just put your finger on the screen, you move around, you tap to attack. Okay. You have a couple little powers. When they power up, you can tap them and you do some cool things. Those are really cool, but the game takes forever to load because it's massive. Yeah. It is, a, it is the biggest like mobile game like ever it um so every level has to be loaded individually and they can be anywhere between one and ten uh mb wow each so each level okay and you said you can bulk download them so if you're not gonna be able to play online you can. You can. so if you're gonna be on a subway you can bulk download them so they <laughs> can just load it exactly like you could just load them in and then you can play them like that and my problem was when you put a game on mobile it just gives you the idea that it's something you can pick up quickly and play. Just like that. Yeah. Really fast. That's not this game at all. You need to sit down and dedicate at least 20 minutes to playing this game. Yeah, and that's like... I So, I gotta be honest with you. I did not... I haven't downloaded. It's on my preload, and it's just like waiting to download onto my phone, and mm. I haven't clicked go yet. And kind of what I was thinking was, listen... I'm not going to have time to play it. Like we, we, we recorded, and I was like, I'm not going to be able to play it until at least we get back from our little vacation. So... I'm not going to download it. I'll see what everyone else is saying and, you know, see how it is. And when you said that is the one thing that really bummed me out because it's like the game's really big. It takes up a lot of time. And you said the battery life on your phone isn't doing well from Dragalia It Lost kills it. my battery faster than Pokemon Go. Yeah, and that worries me just because, you know, here's the thing. My train ticket is on my phone. So if my phone dies, I have to pay for a train ticket. That would suck. Yeah. Um, But, and then, so, I was going to say something else. No, I can't remember what it was. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, no, it's not your fault. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. And Please so, <laughs> the way that, like, I was sitting in bed playing a game, because that's when I tend to have time to play the game, and I just get into bed, and I just put my phone on, and I play the game. And I was like, I can get into Octopath faster than this game, because wow. I put Octo- like, I put my Switch in sleep mode, with Octopath still, like, running, 
and then I turn my switch on and I just tap Octopath and then I can play Octopath like you're in the game. It takes seconds to start Octopath and it will take like at least five minutes to get into a a level of of um, Dragalia Lost. Oof. It just takes so long and I'm like, come on, I just want to play the game. Yeah. And so I was like mad on the game and not not because it's a bad game, just because of the platform it's on essentially. But then our friends got into it. Like a couple days ago, I got Rob into it and then our other friend Luke got into the game last night and yes. he was like wow this is amazing he loves those kinds of games he loves mobile games and he was looking at all the pieces and he loves it and so because they got into it it kind of like hyped me up to play the game more because there's co-op okay. in the game and that's what's fun so we haven't tried it yet but now it's just like it like i've never said this about a mobile game before except for pokemon go but i don't really consider pokemon go a mobile game necessarily yeah it's, it's weird <laughs> it's a, it's it's a different kind of thing but i've never had a mobile game like this where i've been like Man, you should play this with friends. But I'm starting to think that's the way Dragalia Lost should be played. Like, only with friends. Right, because there there is not only with friends, because there is a story mode, and you can play story mode. And the story mm-hmm. mode is enjoyable. But um, there's, there is strategy that you can put, and there's there's five different elements in the characters, and they each have different weapons, and they each have different like weaknesses and resistances. And then there's more complicated things. You can give them each different dragons. You can give them each these special like card things that give them different buffs. Mm-hmm. So there's strategy in how you build your characters, and then you can build a team. And the way co-op works is usually a team is four players or four characters, but on, in co-op there's still a party of four, but you're each a different character. Okay. So you have different roles. Someone's the healer. Someone's the bu- someone's the tank. Someone's the attacker. Cool. And that does excite me. I, I guess my problem with this is. Diablo 3 comes to the Switch in less than a month. Yeah. And for me, Diablo 3 has more content to play with alone. I can play with you, and it is faster. <laughs> and I'm not saying that I wouldn't play... Like, if Dragalia Lost was pulled, like, a Pokemon quest and showed up on my Switch, I'd, I'd probably... I'd do it. I yeah. think it would be a lot of fun on Switch. I think I think it needs some work before it goes to Switch. Yeah. But I think it's a lot of fun, because it is, it is very much a mobile game. It's not like Pokemon Quest, where it could be both. Yeah. It's just 100% a mobile game. And that's another complaint that I have with the game, actually. Oh, yeah. Is that there are about 20 different kinds of currency. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's a... Everything has a different currency. You, um, so he- characters, dragons, and these special card things that you can get all can be upgraded. They all have two or three different kinds of currencies to upgrade them. Then there is a, like a gold currency that are called rupees, and you can farm those, and you can get rupees just to spend on building things for your castle or buying different things. And then there are um, these... Are one- there premium versions of all of those currencies? I don't know. I haven't tried buying them. <laughs> there's then, there's these, um this diamond thing okay and there's this rainbow stone thing which they're called something fantasy and complex that i don't remember and they are both used to buy new characters or to get new characters okay and so then there's those and then there's um mana which um you use to upgrade certain skills on your characters okay and there's just there's so many different currencies that it's so hard to keep track of all i'm like why can't all of these use one currency? Yeah, there's part of me that thinks in there you had talked about like two or three currencies that don't actually exist, but I wouldn't know. So. <laughs> no, I, I swear, all of these are real. Oh, God. Yeah, that that, that does concern me. And, but, I, I mean, listen, I, I've watched... My brother's a big Puzzles and Dragons fan, and watching people play that game, it's like, it's really, really popular, but wow, without like a guide or someone who knows what they're doing, that game is impossible. Right. And it's like, it's like I don't know, it's just like, 
there's so much and it's it's just a lot to take in it's just like this could be so simplified and that's one of the problems i think why it can't come to consoles it's because it's too complex well, yeah because first of all well because there's just so much stuff that doesn't need to be there like if you're a console game people would just be like what is this why is this here yeah um but yeah that's where i stand on the game it's very good i it's a very good game if you're into mobile games like that and if you have time to kill and you're willing to kill that much time on a mobile game if you're more of a console gamer and you play mobile games when you have a couple of minutes on a bus or something i don't know if i would recommend this game okay but otherwise if you're willing to just sit like at your table and just play this game it's a good time cool all right well i'm happy it's good i mean it's not for everybody but it's good right. so that's 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 good i've i've also been playing Mega Man 11 oh yeah how is that and it's amazing it is it is good old classic Mega Man. Good. If you're into classic Mega Man, that's what this game is. I've only beaten I've beaten two of the bosses so far mm-hmm. out of the eight, and then there's the Wily stage. And I mean, the saying is the game doesn't really start until, until the Wily, Wily stages because those are those are a nightmare. Yep. But um, it's it's a lot of fun. The abilities are better than they've ever been. The the weapons that you get from the bosses. Cool. I've played I played through Mega Man one through ten when I was in high school. I played them each two or three times, and I I never touched Mega Man since then. So it's been like five, six years since I've played Mega Man, Oof. and I it just feels so good to come back to that. Yeah, and it, it's just a lot of fun. And like at first, I was like, "Wow, Mega Man is harder than I remember." Slash, I suck because I haven't played him so long. But then, I mean, it just like it comes back to you, and it just it feels so good. Yeah. I was saying to Matt, I uh, I did play the demo last week of Blockman stage, mm-hmm. and I played it for maybe like an hour and a half on hard. So you have two lives, and that's it, and you go through. And I was like cursing you out. You played on tele- superhero? What? You played on superhero? No, the hard mode, the one that gives you two lives. You played it. There's there's novice, beginner, normal, and superhero. So I guess it was normal. Okay. But it, it said it was the harder difficulty, but I didn't want to do superhero because I'm not a monster. Right, I, I was I'm like, not too superhero. Let me do this, and I was just like, I played it a couple times, like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> like, yeah, it's hard. I, I like Mega Man games, but I'm not patient enough for them. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, it's yeah, fine. They require patience. Yeah, I'm happy I played the demo. It was making sure it's like, okay, I'm not missing out on something that I really, really would enjoy playing. But I'm happy that people are enjoying it. I'm just, I mean, Mega Man has been through enough. I think it's time to get a good Mega Man game. What do you mean? I mean, Matt, Mighty Number no. Nine. <laughs> well, first of all, that's not Mega Man at all. That has I know, to do but with poor, Mega no, Man. poor Mega Man people, Mega Man fans. They oh, were so okay. excited. They had such hopes and Listen, dreams. Listen, they fixed that. They made Mighty Gunvolt burst. Yes, that's a really good game. Yeah. Recommend it. I know you. You actually recommended a couple times on the show. I, I know. I can't recommend that game enough. It's really good. Okay. Um, but anyway, yeah, and then we played four-player Ultimate Chicken Horse. Yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. I mean, it's Ultimate Chicken Horse. If if you're playing it, I mean, if you have people to play this game with, you you should probably own it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, we we (laughs) talked about it last week. It's, um, it's a very good multiplayer game, and it was a lot of fun with just one other person, but then it just exploded with four people. It was so much fun. Everyone's screaming at each other. Everyone's like, oh, I'm gonna put the black hole here, and then it's like, okay, well, I'm gonna put a block over your black hole, and then... Oh, exactly. You just you just counteract each other. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Would recommend. Very but, good. But uh, anyway, I think now that we spent 25 minutes talking about the games that we've played, it's probably a good time to, to move on to our brief indie spotlight. Yes. Uh, so the first thing is that uh, Concerned Ape posted on Twitter last week, Stardew Valley's multiplayer on the Switch is in QA testing. So it should be rolling out, generally speaking, soon, which is good. I mean, I know I won't really be playing it with anybody because the only person I play with is you. And I don't think we have time for another Stardew file, especially yeah, if we're getting Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, I still don't know if I'm going to get Diablo. Really? 
I, I mean, I don't know. I just I'll just bring it over to your house. You'll get a it. A bunch of games that I already enjoy playing that I don't have enough time to play. You'll do and it. Diablo is one of those games where You'll I'm like, You'll do nah. it. Maybe. 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 Uh, but yeah, so that's good. Um, the other one is that Grip, which is a game we talked about a while ago. That's the one that looks like you're playing with the RC cars from our childhood. Yeah. Like with the four big wheels. You were driving compl- around I crazy think you were complaining courses. last week that we haven't seen it in a while. We, I was. I was complaining we haven't seen this in a while. But we have a release date for a physical copy. Uh, that's November 6th. It's going to be $40 MSRP. Um, the game is on Steam, so the reviews are pretty good. I don't know how much extra stuff they're rolling out for the Switch version, and depending on that, I might buy it digitally, because $40 is enough that I'm like, eh, let's see. <laughs> but it looks really fun. It looks stupid and I'm fun still, and silly. I'm still waiting on that Trailblazers game. Yeah, I don't know where that happened. I, it was supposed to come out in December, or, or September, Yeah, and it never showed up, and I'm like, where is it? I want that game so bad. Yeah. Um, next one, Matt, do you want to talk about this one? The first DLC for Overcooked has been announced. Cool. It is Surf and Turf. Yeah. There's a bunch of new costumes. There's a bunch of new levels. I, I'm genuinely shocked. Like, genuinely shocked. The game came out, what? August. Yeah. It's, it's been... October. It's been maybe a month and a half, and the game is already getting DLC. And is it is it free? I can't remember. Is it free or is it paid for? I don't, I don't remember. Please hold while I check. So, the Overcooked uh, DLC Surf and Turf, it's available now. Because uh, we just we just took a little break and we checked <laughs> that it is six dollars and it's not free. Yes. And it does look very fun. It's more levels. I mean, as I've said before, I think Overcooked is one of the best multiplayer experiences just in general. It is have. a lot of fun. It is incredible, and no one believes me until they play the game and then they play the game and they're like, "Wow, man, that was a good time." And I'm like, "I know." Well, I'm hey, I never said I didn't want to play Overcooked. I, uh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. But I'm like min-maxing it now. I'm like, "Listen, we have the best chance if it's just you and I, me, I nobody else." Game, <laughs> I give this game such high praise and everybody looks at me like, "Okay." And then I play the game. I'm like, "Wow." I'm like, "Oh, wow, that's actually I really know. fun." Yeah. But yeah, it's really great. That's cool. The other piece of indie news that I want to talk about is sure. um not necessarily indie news, but a, a new hacking thing has come to the Switch. Oh? Called RetroArch. So that's technically, I mean, it's technically indie. <laughs> yeah, it's more or, it's or less. It's an independent in person already. doing it. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's not really an indie thing. But um, so it is just an emulator, a really good emulator. Not that I'm recommending em- emulators. I don't recommend emulators. I know you don't. But there is now an emulator in the Switch that is capable of playing PlayStation 1 games. Really? Yes. <laughs> See, like, this would excite me more if Final Fantasy VII and IX weren't coming to the Switch anyway, <laughs> but that's cool. But, I mean, like, and, I mean, you know, if you are someone who's into emulating, not like I recommend emulating, but this is kind of neat. I'm not going to lie. If someone figured out how to get PlayStation 1 games running on a Switch. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm like, I know we already have Final Fantasy. But, you know, you could do that. Now you can play Crash games on... Mm. <laughs> you know, you can play Spyro games. Hmm. Well, that's not been confirmed yet. It was on their website, and then it went away. Yeah, it's not been confirmed yet. It had, like, a drop-down. It was, like, but Xbox One, PS4, Nintendo Switch. It's coming. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's cool, though. It's yeah, cool. It's, it's, I mean, it's cool if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's, that's really all I have to say about it. it all right. It's cool that someone figured out how to do that. But you anyway, wanna... shall we move to the... The quick news. The sure. Spotlights. All right, I'm starting with this because we talked about this last week, and I gotta talk about this. this I great. gotta talk this about this because Ubisoft is, I think, they're trying to take me for a ride right now. Oh, Mike okay. just wants to complain. No, I'm gonna no, I'm gonna say I'm happy, and then I'm gonna say why I'm sad. Okay. <laughs> so the first thing is, so Ubisoft finally has announced the information on digital versions of Starlink Battle for Atlas. Okay. So there's two versions of it. There's the digital version, and then the digital deluxe edition. 
which I'm usually not too keen on, but you'll see why I'm talking about it this time. So it's $60 for the regular digital, $80 for the digital deluxe, okay? Let's start there, all right? Now note, the game physically costs $75. It comes with one physical ship, two guns, and a pilot. Switch version comes with a, digi a second digital ship, a third digital gun, and one other physical pilot. $75, okay? Would you like to know, what did you get for $60? Oh, I, I would love to hear this again. Okay, for $60, you get four <laughs> different spaceships, six different pilots, 12 weapons, and if you've been in the Nintendo Switch version, you get Fox McCloud and the R-Wing. <laughs> Matt, would you like to know, for 20 extra dollars, what you get added to your system with the Digital Deluxe Edition? Please, please. You get all six ships if you're doing the Switch version. You get five if you're not, but that's because you don't get Fox McCloud. You get 15 <laughs> weapons, nine pilots, and Fox McCloud. That's everything. So the Digital Deluxe Edition is literally everything. The other one is you're getting three less pilots, one less ship, and three less weapons. Now, for me, I was planning to spend about $90 on this game because I was going to spend $75, and I ordered it from Ubisoft. And I was going to get it shipped. It's like $10, $15 of shipping. So I was going to spend $90 on this game. Okay? Now with this, I'm buying digital. And I'm going to buy the digital deluxe. Because, listen, I'm really excited about this game. And if the game's fun, I don't want to have to buy those pieces individually. And I'd rather say, if the game's not that good, well, it would have spent me five extra dollars anyway. So, whatever. I'll just put it in the bin. But now I'm trying to cancel my Ubisoft pre-order, and they've been, like, giving me the runner. I did this, put this through last Friday. It has been 10 days, and they haven't refunded my pre-order yet. And I'm worried because I don't want them to actually send me the product. And I'm like, are you, like, purposely, like, just pushing me back, pushing me back, pushing me back? So I'm like, oh, it already shipped. I guess you have to keep it. No. <laughs> no, that's not gonna happen. Well, I mean, maybe maybe the the cancellation will go through like when the things are supposed to ship. You know what I mean? I guess I don't know. It's just weird. But I just want to say though, for people who are thinking about buying this game, if you, I honestly, unless okay. you really want the ship, like unless you're like you have kids who would really enjoy having the ship, or you're like if you're Matt and you're like you're only gonna play with the R wing and you want the R wing. Okay, I was gonna say as the person who's been complaining about this game for things that should be in the game that aren't in the game. Thank you. Thank you, Ubisoft. I feel like somebody at Ubisoft listens to our podcast and <laughs> hears me complain about them this whole time. And they're like, all right, this is a great idea. And I'm like, yes, it is a great idea. Because there is no reason to lock this stuff behind a paywall because there's stuff that should be in the game unless you want the toys. Yes. Well, this is good then because you're really only locking – you're locking – a, a bit of DLC, which I mean, I I'm not super keen. But you on. know, you know, there might be enough stuff in the game to justify that. Yeah, I get like I get that, and I understand that. Yes, but you know what, Matt? I want to back you up on this. Someone that Ubisoft listened to it because you want to know something, Matt. What? So you get five with this with the regular sixty dollars version and on the Switch, you get the five ships, right? And you get the twelve guns and the nine and the six pilots. You want to know which singular ship you don't get? The one that you want? The one ship I want. <laughs> Is the only one that is locked behind the digital deluxe edition. Well, then why don't you get the regular edition and then buy that ship that you really want? Because this one also gives me three extra guns and three extra pilots. All right, never mind. Listen, Matt, if I'm going digital, I'm going full digital. And that's the other thing. I was reading, like, if you go physical and you have to use the full physical ship, if you're going to go physical, like you're, if, I need, if I want two physical ones, I need two of the controllers. And the control, like, you have local co-op, you can play two at once. But you only come with one of those controllers. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, if I'm going digital, I'm going to go full digital yeah. on this game. And 
I'm actually really, really excited. As long as you know Ubisoft would cancel my pre-order. Right. I, but, I think that's the way to go too because um, I think we talked about this before. The ships, when you put them into the game, when you if you buy physical, you have to scan them into the game, and you have a seven-day license for them. Whether you own them or your friend owns them, and you're scanning them into the game, you have you have seven days, and then you have to scan the ship again. Yeah. Or so if, if you're, you're playing sitting, in physical, you never have to do that. But that's no you're playing well, with physical like that's. If you oh, if you have the ship on the, on the ship. thing, no, because it's always scanned in that way. Yeah. But, like, if you've been playing with one ship for a really long time and you want to use another ship, you got to scan it back in. Yeah. But, um, so, if you're, if you're on a subway and you realize you have to scan the ship in, you might just not be able to play the game because yeah. you don't have a ship. And that was what I was saying a few weeks ago. I was like, the only thing I'm worried about is, you know, saying on Sunday night, okay, I need to do my laundry, I need to iron my shirts, I need to scan all my ships in for Starlink <laughs> so I can play it on Monday. <laughs> it's just, like... That's just annoying to me, yeah. and this just negates that. It's not a problem yeah. if you buy digitally. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's good because I think the, the allure of this game for younger audiences will still be the Toys to Life stuff. They'll have these awesome-looking ships, but then for people who play mostly on the go or people our age who maybe don't want a closet full of 60-something amiibo, um, we... Uh, Ouch. I'm sorry, Matt. I had to take, <laughs> I had to take that shot. Um <laughs> You know, it, it'll be good. And it's like, I was planning to really enjoy this game anyway, but now I'm excited because I'm not going to be spending... I'm actually going to be spending less than I was planning to exactly. spend this game and getting more. And so. you, Mike was saying that he still really wants that physical shit. And I'm like, you can buy that edition and buy the ship, and you'll still be spending less money than if you bought all of those pieces yep. physically. Yep. So this is good news, I think, for everyone who's interested in Starlink. And if, yeah, you, if this like, is like, now, hold on, maybe I'll play this game. Take a look. The footage of the game looks really cool. Exactly. Um, but that's that. I, I needed to get that off my off my chest. Uh, Pokemon Let's Go has a handheld mode that doesn't use motion controls. Um, no, another 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 good yeah. thing, another buff. I mean, I'm surprised they they like really didn't want to admit this before, but it is so cool. Because I I think they were really trying to push those motion controls. Yeah. Because I was reading something where they were saying that they want this game to feel like a console game, and they want the next one the um the core game to feel like a handheld game yeah so i think i think that might be one of the reasons why they were pushing the the motion control i so understand much. that yeah i get like i get it i just don't think it was necessary at all yeah I, honestly because of when it comes out i'm sure i'll be playing a second game at the same time as this one and i'll be like oh what game uh well if if i'm playing diablo oh. or i'm playing starlink still i mean it's a month Right. But I'd, I'd like to say, like, you know, I could do that thing where I leave Pokemon Let's Go at home, and then I bring my po my Pikachu or my Eevee in my Pokeball and take it to work with me. Exactly. And, uh, you know, because I, I, I mean, we, we both bought the special version with the Pokeball Plus in it. So uh, I, I'm gonna, I, I really want to try that out because I think it's going to be fun playing with the Pokeball. Oh, yeah. So. I, can't, I can't wait to... Just could you imagine, like, at work, like, you're sitting at your desk and you're doing something... Pika. Pika. Mike, what what's is this something? Is anyone else here? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you you just reach out and you go shh you like you like, like rub like, the ball it. with your thumb, you're like shh like, where's the off switch? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Pikachu. But that's that. Just look at the flowers, Pikachu. Yeah. Um I just thought this one was funny and it kind of goes with our main discussion, but um, Mario Party is currently being advertised on Lunchables. That just made me really happy because that seemed so 90s, <laughs> I know, 2000s. right? I thought that too. And like, because, you know, we grew up around that time and that's when I got introduced to Mario Party. I felt like I just wanted to share that with our audience. Um, I mean, you know. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Lunchables Mario Party. Man, that's funny. It's Gosh. cute. It's we should have just... bought them when we played Mario Party this Oh, weekend. you're right. <sighs> Not I a just... real Mario Party map. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. It's okay. okay. Um. So the next one. Yes. 
the next one is interesting. Yeah, this one's weird. So, um, there is a new thing that was trademarked called Monpoke. Or is it Monpokey? I guess it's Monpoke, because it's like Pokemon. Monpoke, yeah. It must be Mon... So, something called Monpoke was announced. And or not announced. Not announced, excuse me. It was trademarked. And at first, Mike was like, oh, it's probably something for, um, like... So, what companies do is they will... To avoid, like, things that are, like, ripoffs or or cons or something like that, they will also buy up domains or names of things that are similar to it. Yeah. So, um, like, Walmart also owns Walmart Sucks, for yes. example. But, they also um, own Walmart.net. They also own Walmart.net. They own all these things that... So, no one else can use them, not because they want to use them. But, um, so, Pokemon bought Mon Pokey, and so did Nintendo. And um, basically, people were like, oh, it must be something like along those lines, like along those Walmart lines. But then a logo was found. Yeah. Which is a cute little, it looks like, I was talking to Mike, it looks like one of those like um, spoiled brat cupcake millennial places. cupcake places. Yeah. Which is <laughs> funny what because, it looks like. God, I walk past like four or five of them a day going uh-huh. to work. <laughs> and um, it's like, ooh. And it's like, what is this? So either it's something cool. Or it's something that'll make me sad because I can never experience it because it'll be part of that Japan cafe. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping it's something more on the American side of things, but uh, you know. Uh, I but think it that's does. It thinking. does like make me like. Wouldn't it be cool if it's another spinoff game? Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't say no to more spinoff games. I I mean, I would be very excited if it was some kind of spinoff game, or maybe it's something within a game. You know, maybe it's some kind of special thing. Yeah, I, I that didn't sound like it made much sense at all. No, but, but what like, I meant to say was like, um, what's it called? Like, like Pokebank isn't a game, but it's something that connects right, all the right. games. Right, right. I was thinking more along the lines of like Pokemon and Me or something like that. Like yeah, within the main games, but I don't, I don't know why they would trademark something like that. Well, but maybe no one knows what this is. Is yeah. what we're trying to say. Yeah, so it, it's just something to keep our eyes out on, see if anything's going on. Uh, but that's that. Uh, next one up is Splatoon. So Splatoon has a Halloween Splatfest coming up, and like they showed pictures of Inkopolis Square looking crazy, uh, looking Halloweeny. Yeah, and there's like free shirts and stuff you can download from the news channel right now yes. that are Halloween themed. Uh, I guess I mean listen, it's they want to do something cool, and this is going to be the the next Splatfest since this the is, internet it's launched. So cute! It is really cute, and I mean like we don't have the we don't have. We don't have the internet yet, yet. So, but we we gotta get it before this comes out because yeah. I really want to do it. It looks that, super cute. I think it's next week. Um, yes, it is next week. It is. Okay. No, wait, no, it's not next week. It's the week after that. Gotcha. It is. I looked it up. It is the nineteenth, twentieth, twenty first. Okay. So, um, for those days, and you can get like cute little Halloween costumes for your characters. Yeah, it's gonna it's be cool. So cute, and it, I don't know. I just I really like this idea. I hope they do more things like it. Yeah, it'll be cool. Uh, next one. Is, so this is like kind of a rumor, but it has more backing than a regular rumor would. So we there's been a lot of rumors going around about like a, a, a Nintendo Direct happening before the end of the month, right? Mm-hmm. But one thing people have been talking about is uh, basically how Smash characters are announced. You know, we usually have no idea that they're coming, but uh, the Japanese YouTube page there's a there's a um, on Nintendo's I guess their YouTube channel, right? Um, there is a playlist for all the Smash character reveals. And pretty much every time we get a character announced, somewhere between, you know, two to three weeks beforehand, that playlist shows that it has been updated, but doesn't have anything in it, basically, because they they upload the video, but they lock it. Right. So no one can see it. And this happens every two to three weeks before a character is announced, and last week, that happened again. Mm -hmm. So we're expecting something soon. So, uh, 
I mean, obviously, yeah. Smash is exciting. I remember, but... I remember um, before E3, uh, Square Enix made a little blunder, and they put um, they have a playlist for all Kingdom Hearts three trailers. Oh yeah, and they um, they updated it, but they didn't like they made them private videos, but they made it public that there were videos on there. So before E3, three private it said private video, private video, private video. So people like, knew the they were coming. Like, three new trailers are coming, <laughs> which is more or less what just happened. Yeah. So I mean. I don't think we're going to get a Nintendo Direct before the end of the month, but I think we're going to get a Smash Direct before the end of the month. I wouldn't be surprised also with a Pokemon Direct. Ooh, if they yeah. announce a Pokemon character, talk about Let's Go Again, and that talk about cool 2019 too. Pokemon. And Mon Poke. And Mon Poke. Uh, come on, give me that Incineroar, baby. <laughs> Uh, I, and then, I don't want Cineroar. I, I kind of want... I, listen, I, the more I've thought about it, the more I want that Tapu Koko train. Or, because our friend Tim hates them, Buzzwall. <laughs> <laughs> I would like this too. Uh, but yeah, that's that. So See, hopefully soon I we'll want, know. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. Here's what I want. Just to upset Tim. I want a mode in Smash Ultimate, which is just the trials. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't know how it would work, but I just want them to, to put the trials from Sun and Moon into Smash <laughs> Ultimate just to upset Tim. Because yes. Tim doesn't like the fact that they change gyms to trials. No, he does Moon. not. But um, anyway. Yeah, the last thing I want to say before Matt jumps into his section of the news is that uh, there are three new games coming to Switch Online. Um, they're coming three days after we record this, so probably right before this episode goes up. Uh, nothing super big to note, but it's good to see that they have more games coming. Yes. Okay, so uh, let's jump into some more news. I got four more four more tidbits of news for you. Sure. First one is there's a good old rumor, love rumors, that um, Animal Crossing is coming to Nintendo Switch uh, first quarter of 2019. Oh, I heard first quarter. I heard end of first quarter, beginning of second. Quarter. Yeah, that's what I've heard too. But okay, it's it's going all around there. I yeah. I think second quarter is more likely. I think I think beginning of second quarter. Yes, I think so. I mean, at first I was thinking this would be like a next fall kind of game, mm-hmm. but also spring kind of makes sense. Yeah, well, isn't I mean, that when New Leaf came out? When New Leaf did come out, I wasn't I wasn't following Nintendo when when New Leaf came out. Yes, it, it definitely came out spring, April, May. I think. Okay, I just want to bring this up um, because I believe if you go back four episodes, five episodes, maybe when you said to me that. Animal Crossing Switch is definitely not coming within the next eight to ten months. It's probably not even a 2019 yeah, game. I, I just want to bring that up. I remember that. Just want to say that. I made a mistake. I know. Just, you know, you were very confident in your opinion, I and that's so okay. Confident. But guess what? I was so wrong. Yeah. Well, I I think this is pretty likely now. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> now I'm ex- <laughs> that I know what I know, I think this is pretty likely. <laughs> now there's a big thing from Nintendo that says 2019 below Animal Crossing. Yeah, I guess it's a 2019 I game. I, I bet it will be an April-May game. Yeah. It'll be good. You know, now, because I said that, it's going to be March. Because yep. apparently I just can't get anything. All right, Matt, no, no, yet. Matt, Matt, say it's going to be somewhere between April and December. So then it has to be in March, January, February. Because if you're always wrong, it was in between. So tell me, tell me. Oh, that... I thought you meant like April or December of 2018. I was like, um, no. yeah, it must be somewhere between April and December, obviously. Thank you, thank you, Matt. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, what else you got? All right, um, Harry Potter RPG was totally leaked. Oh yeah, <laughs> did you see that? Yeah, it was because someone just took out their phone and they just recorded the trailer, and it was instantly taken down by Warner Bros. So we know it's real. Yeah. And it looks really cool. Like, as a Harry Potter... I'm not a crazy Harry Potter fan, but I do enjoy Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. I think it looks really cool. Yeah. And I would flip if it's coming out on Switch. I'd, I'd be very surprised. I don't it know if I would get it on Switch, but I would flip if it's yeah. coming out on Switch. Um, speaking of this, did you also hear Amazon's uh, crazy MMO they've been working on, like, super secretly got leaked? You mean, like, Amazon 
Amazon, like, the, the, the store. The online retailer, yes, Amazon. is making this huge MMO, and they've been, like, super, super secret about it. But someone took two hours of footage and uploaded it to a porn website, and it was just sitting there for days. Can you see it still, or is I it don't gone? think you can. Oh, it's something, man. like, colonizing, like, America, like, MMO. I don't know. Interesting. I, I, I didn't see. I just saw the t- tagline title, and I was like, okay, now I'm, <laughs> now I'm interested. <laughs> I think I did hear something about that, but I forgot yeah. about it. Which is like cool, but um, it's that's not. I'm just like that is definitely not coming to Switch. Is so. Amazon gonna make a good game? <laughs> I don't know. They have the money to. The question is that they have they, the people. If they know what they're doing. Yeah. Um, Nintendo's making ugly Christmas sweaters. Really? And I'm, did you not see them? No. Hold on. Let me see. So oh! there are. There's three of them. There's two based off of uh, Zelda, and there's one based off of Pokemon. And two of them have um, the Hyrule logo right on them, and they've got some ugly sweater vibes going, and then one's got Pikachu's face and some ugly sweater vibes going. That's awesome. And they're just so cute, you can buy them right now. Cool. Uh, And anything else, Matt, before we go into our main discussion? Yes. So um, there was a Art of Super Mario Odyssey book that came out. Didn't we talk about this last week? Did we talk about it last week? I don't know if we did. It's been so long since we've, like, because it's been, like, a week and a half since we recorded. Yeah, usually we're very consistent. But, um... If we didn't talk about it last week, there was... No, we didn't talk about this because it came out last Friday. Okay, okay. So, um, amidst all of the Bowsette stuff that came out, <laughs> Nintendo, or Nintendo also released an art book that showed that Princess Bowser was actually going to be a thing. Yeah, it was like Bowser was going to have his own Cappy, and the last boss is going to be Bowser throwing his Cappy onto right. Peach and capturing Peach. But what is more interesting news from this book... Did you see this part? Oh, yeah, I did. Is that there was art of Rosalina in the art of Super Mario Odyssey book confirming that she was originally supposed to, not supposed to be in the game, but originally thought, hey, maybe we could work her into this game. She got cut. But she's in a black t-shirt and she's playing acoustic guitar and I can't think of anything I want more. I have so many mean things I can't say on a podcast. <laughs> that probably say sounded, right now. That probably came out like really oh, creepy. Oh, it did. And oh, it, wasn't, it did. It wasn't supposed to sound like that at all. But it did. <laughs> That's why I'm not saying anything because we have a nice G-rated podcast. <laughs> I'm going to demand discussion if you're okay with it's that. Just, I, 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 you know, I'm going to stop digging myself into a hole. Good plan. Good plan. Yes. So the main discussion this week uh, wasn't what we're originally going to talk about, but gosh, man, Mario Party is really good. Me and Matt got it on Friday, and we played it on Friday, and wow, I have not played a good Mario Party game in a long time, and this one is, like, really a a return to form. It's nothing, like, revolutionary, but it does so many little things so much better than other games have in the past, like, even the originals. Mm. That makes me really happy and really, like, I'm so excited to be like, let's go play Mario Party. It is is the best Mario Party game in years. The, The main Mario Party mode is streamlined in such a way with little tweaks that just make it so addicting. Yeah. So, like, I think, let's talk about the biggest thing. So, in the original, the main Mario Party mode, the big changes are the maps are a lot smaller. A lot smaller. Stars are a lot cheaper. They're 10 coins as opposed to 20. Right. And coins are a lot more fluid. Like, people get coins for coming in third or second in a minigame. And it makes the game frantic, and it makes the game fast. Yeah. So, we were talking about this before when you... Uh, I never played 1 through 6. I've played every other Mario Party game, but I never played Mario Party. I've, I may have played them once or twice on friends' consoles and stuff, but I never owned those games. Where I have only played... I played all the Mario Parties up to the first one on the Wii, and that's the and only all, one. And all of the Mario Party games I've played, the coins were always like that. So when Mike said that, I was confused, but 
you were also in a car during those games, so like yeah. the star thing was all screwed up anyway. But um, so it does like just being able to roam around like that with those coins moving so fast makes the game really different. Yeah, and the fact is, is the game there's a lot more action going on. So when you start up a game, it says that the base version of a game should be a ten turn game. And I, w- I mean, when we started, we played our first game together. It was me, Matt, my girlfriend, and our friend Luke. And we played a 20-turn game. And the 20-turn game was fun. But then Matt went to go see uh, a movie, which should be his fun fact, because I don't really want to talk about it. Oh, it'll uh, be there. And me and my girlfriend went home at, like, 10 o'clock. And we played Mario Party until 2 in the morning. And we played the 10-turn rounds. And the 10-turn rounds are great, because it's like... You know, Mario Party, the joke is, like, Mario Party games take forever. And everyone hates each other. But, like... Because the everyone's always getting coins, the maps are so much smaller, and the stars are always moving around, and it's only ten turns, it's like, every turn is impactful. Like, you're yes. like, oh, the game's almost something over. Ha- something happens every turn. Yeah. And it's just, it's silly, and it's fun, and, like, just, just from that start, you already can see that this is, like, a solid game. It still has yeah. the Mario Party formula, but it's made it, it's, it's really, like, I think for the first time, like, pushed it in a new direction and not been like, that's not Mario Party. Right, right. It's it's the it is original Mario Party with tweaks. It's like you know how we were talking way back when the Switch came out about how it's changing things up with Mario and uh, Zelda. Zelda. It took things that you know and love, and then it made tweaks to them and expanded them in different ways. This not at to as big of an extent, but it does a very similar thing with Mario it, Party. Yeah, it's following that formula in a good way. Right. Um, the other thing I want to talk about. So this was in Star Allies, I believe, but. Uh, characters now have custom dice. Yes. Each character, so there's 12 characters to start, four secret characters, two of which are very easy to unlock. Um, each one has their, on their turn, you can roll their one through six die or their special die. Now, this is something that I want to bring up because even though we said, hey, something always happens every 10 turns, I feel like the first game we played, me and Matt, the first, what, five turns were very uneventful for the two We of did us. nothing. The other two were playing with us, did plenty of stuff, but yes. we were doing nothing. So um, the, some of the characters' dice are a lot more risky than others. So I was really excited to play Donkey Kong, because like in the original games, they made Donkey Kong a space. Like I think in the fourth or fifth one, you could never play as Donkey Kong anymore. So I was like, I'm going to be Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Return on the game. Donkey Kong is a secret character. Yes. So I didn't get to play some Donkey Kong, and I was a little upset. <laughs> so I was like, okay, whatever. I'll play Bowser. Like, Bowser's huge. And his die is minus, two, minus three coins, minus three coins, one, eight, nine, ten. So I was like, this is high risk, high reward. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I think for the first four turns, I moved two spaces. <laughs> and Matt, it was, I was playing Rosalina, and she had something similar, except she had plus three coins. And then she went, um, I think it was four, five, or, or it was five, six, seven, eight, or something like that. I think, I think no, there was a three, there was a four. I know the highest was an eight. Yeah, anyway. She's got one really high number. And then two things that give her coins. Yeah, and I did something very similar to Mike, and eventually I just said, screw this, I'm using the regular die. Yeah. It was funny because Matt was on a red space, so he was getting two coins and then losing three. Yeah, and just staying on the red space. <laughs> And it's like, it was really funny, but it's also like, I want to bring this up just because if you're playing one of these high-risk characters, 
I'd say wait until you get some friends before you use their dice unless you absolutely have to. Yeah, because then you'll be sitting there alone and you'll just be doing this and you'll be like, this is stupid. Yeah, and the funny thing is I was like, wow, after finishing the game, I was like, I had fun, but I'm never playing Bowser again. His die is way too risky. And I got Donkey Kong's die, plus five <laughs> coins, zero, 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 ten, ten. And I was like, all right, whatever. Well, I mean, I think, I, I mean, like, because we, we were just awful with the luck that game. Yes, we I were. played Rosalina like three or four more times and that never happened to me again. Yeah. Even later in the game, you used her die. And you I know, fine. it was fine. I, was, I don't know why that happened for those first couple turns, but it felt like I could only get that. Yeah, and speaking of allies, that is one another thing that's coming from Star Allies, but I think they've tweaked it in a way that makes it really good. So Star Allies has these, you know, you can get the friends, and if you, like, walked past the friend, you'd add them to your team. In this game, there's an item that gets you a friend, and there's specific spaces. And if you land on that space exactly, you get a friend. There's also mini games, and there's mini. Well, the mini games give you friends. There are because um, later on in the game, you can you have coin mini games. Where you get a bunch of coins. Yeah. And there's also ally mini games. Well, no, those games are the games that you involve your allies. You don't get oh, an ally for okay, winning. Okay. I'm, so, I'm just saying how you get them. But those are cool. I want to bring those up. Uh, so there's basically those two ways to get allies, and it gives you their custom die to choose from, and then in the back they roll a one or a two to whatever die you roll. Which I is think... good, because it's like with Donkey Kong, it's like I had two friends, it's like, well, at least at least I'm moving two spaces. At least I, two. I, I think this is great. I mean, Mike and I can argue till the cows go home on Mario Party Star Allies, but I think that it still breaks the game in the way that Sarah was moving 15 spaces per turn, and the rest of us were moving three. Yes, but it's a lot... My thing would be, in this game, it's a lot harder to do because you have to land on a very specific space, and the more friends you have, the more difficult it is to actually gauge how many spaces you'll be moving in a turn. Because... But you could, say, you could make that same argument. No, because you just have to move Not with the space it. thing. Not with the space thing, but with gauging how many spaces you're going to move per turn. You can make the same argument. I'm saying, in Star Allies, you have to walk through the space. You don't have to land right. on it. Yes. Where, so if you're moving 10 spaces in a turn, there's a much bigger chance of you hitting to a friend before right, someone else Right, unless you use a custom them. die. Unless you use a custom... Well, yes. But I think that's why custom dice are an item in the game. And if you push to do that, I think, you know, you're not landing on spaces, you're not getting coins, you're not getting other items, you're choosing to forego those right. things. It's a I, more... The, the biggest difference is that you have to land on a specific space yeah. or use a specific item. And I think the issue... Like, I like the idea of having the extra friends. The issue I had in Star Allies is that and I know this doesn't happen all the time, but it is there are cases where if someone has two or three friends before other people get one, that person's moving so much further. But and the because same thing walk... happened in our game when I didn't have any friends and you guys did, and you guys were getting so many stars, and I was stuck in last. Well, we were getting stars, but there are ways to mitigate that still in this. Where but in... there are ways to mitigate that in Star Allies. You just only played one game of Star Allies. But Matt, Matt, this is what happened. You got to the boss, and we were like 16 spaces away, so we didn't even get to play the minigame. And then you mashed B to get to the minigame. Yeah, and by the time we got there, it was over. It wasn't over. <laughs> yes, it was. Okay, whatever. That's the thing. I feel... I'm not saying that it, you can't railroad... I mean, you can't, like, run over somebody in this game because you have too many friends. Like... But you can always run someone over. If you win every minigame in Mario Party, you're going to win everyone else Right, yes, that's just what happens. Yeah. My issue with Star Eyes, I felt like it was very, very easy for that to happen as opposed to this, where it could definitely still happen, no doubt. But the fact that you have to land in the exact space, it's harder to have, like, seven friends but again i'm just Five i'm friends. making the argument that you only played one round of star allies i know but then you also know that the one time you played it and i was in the room with you it happened again <laughs> well okay again it, i swear to god i played that game for at least 50 hours and it doesn't happen i know i'm just listen 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 this is not about star allies like you said <laughs> we can argue about this forever but in this game i would argue even someone like me who didn't like that who didn't like that system in that game 
enjoys right, it in this right. game. I see what you're saying, and that's, I agree with you. Um, like that's what I'm kind of boiling down to. I think I think this streamlines the system in a way that makes it less likely to happen what happened like, to me that one do time. Do not get Star me Allies. wrong. I'm not trying to say Star Allies is an incredible game. It's like a 7 out of 10, in my opinion. Okay. Um, <laughs> but this game it takes all of the elements from Star Allies that were good and improves them. Yeah. It takes... And I mean, that I think that's what it does so well because it says Mario Party 8, 9, and 10 never happened. Let's go back to good Mario Party. Let's take those good ideas we had from Star Allies and put them into one game. Yeah. And it's good, and it keeps it fresh. And honestly, like, so some people are arguing. The game, so here's here's the one thing that people got annoyed about. There's only four maps for the main game. Yes, yes. But every single one of those maps is good and full of stuff. Like, there's not, like, a strip of ten spaces where nothing happens. Right. But, like, I mean, I would argue you could put some more in there. I think we could have more maps, but I'm saying there's no... I'm never looking at any of these four maps and saying, wow, this one's the bad map. Right, no, that's never going to happen, but... When the game is out for four or five months, you're going to go, oh, I don't, I've only got these four to choose from. Yeah. If they don't add anything. If they else. don't add anything. I think we anything. can save that for the end. Yeah. And I think that's what I'm kind of what I'm leaning towards. You know, Mario Party games sometimes have like six to eight maps. So it's like not like there's that many fewer. But when I think about like my favorite Mario Party one, I forget which one, it, what number it is, but it's the one where all, all the dream levels. There's like this dream, that dream. And I remember there's like four or five levels that are okay. One that's like bad. And one that's like the best, and like you don't you don't play on any other levels. But the issue, even that good level, is so big that I remember having issues because it's like you'll never get like if you make the wrong choice towards the star, and like someone gets a star before you, you're gonna be stuck in no man's land for three <laughs> or four turns uh-huh. just to get all the way back around. And I like that because even in this game, like you know, there were times like so when we played that first game, uh, my girlfriend got like four or five friends. And because the levels are so small, like there was a chance that when when the star moved, she could have gotten two stars in a turn. Right. And you're never you're never out of luck. Like yeah, like I mean, you can get like your you can just get destroyed through the whole game, and in the last turn, you could find a way to turn it around. Yep. Like remember, I came, I ha- you and Luke had five stars each at the end uh, of one round. Four played, stars right? each at the end. Four stars each at the end, and I didn't have any. And then through the prize stars, I had three by the end of the game. Yeah. And, and it, was, it was like, whoa. Yeah, and it was funny because at one point I stole a star from Matt, and I was like, if I had stole the star from Luke, Matt would have won the whole game. Yeah, like, actually. And it's like, again, there's just so much going on. There's so much more action. Because, like, even if you play a 20-turn game of Mario Party, like one of the older ones, someone could win just for having two stars. And then if someone wins all three bonus stars, you just win. And that's another thing I like, and this is something I think they brought over from Star Allies as well. I don't know if this was the case in the other Mario Party games, but the bonus stars aren't, oh, it, there's not the coin star, the minigame star, the happening star. Because that's right. what it used no, to be. No, there's a bunch of random ones. And it used to be a problem because, like you said, you know, let's say I get two stars and I have 20 coins, whatever, at the end of the game. But, like, if someone was just dominating at all the minigames, land on two happening spaces, and because they were winning all the minigames and didn't buy any stars, they probably had the most coins, they're going to win. And there's nothing I can do about that. With this having a bunch of random choices and random elements on which prize stars are going to be given, and then they're also just being more stars throwing around, it's not that bad. It's like, it, it can turn the game, but it's not like, ah, oh, I, I, it doesn't matter what I do. If I win the bonus stars, I'm just going to win the game. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I mean, like you said, you won, I think you won three stars in that game, and you did come in third from that, but you didn't. Exactly. It wasn't like he had nothing and then he won the whole game. Right, no, I I mean, but we know that could happen. Oh, it, it could, could potentially happen. It could totally happen. But what, I'm not, I'm just trying to stress the the variety or the, the randomness that could happen. And there's only four 
there's only four boards is kind of a bummer. Mm-hmm. But there is so much in those four. Bo- they're so small, but there's so much in them. And they're yeah, it's like interesting. Like if I have to go, it's like oh, I'm not gonna be able to afford the star, so I'm gonna go down instead of up. There's actually kind of cool stuff going down. Like I might just want to go there anyway because right, like exactly. oh, that's where that's where the wiggler is that lets me buy the golden mushroom and the golden pipe that gets me straight to the star. Or oh, there's Lakitu, and I can go to Lakitu way instead of the star way and steal a star from someone who's gonna get one. Or like, um, I know you didn't play this one, but on the fruit island level, there's an island that doesn't have a lot going on, but there's a happening space. And if you land on that happening space twice, the second person to land on it just gets a star. Yep. So it was actually really good because we were playing real fast. A uh, quick anecdote: we were playing, and I used Waluigi, and I got, landed on that on that space and got the first sparkler, and I rolled Waluigi's die again because two of his dice sides are negative coins and don't move you, and I land on the negative, so I got to stay there and get a free star. <laughs> oh man, but it was good. But it's just. Yeah, I don't want to be like just because there's just because there's four maps doesn't make me feel like it's bad because every course has a lot of cool stuff going on, and yes, there's always random elements, but I feel like they took just enough of them away and gave you just like a little bit more sense of agency. Like, hey, use this character's die or use the regular die. Go left and maybe get a star ally, <laughs> uh, <laughs> or uh, or go right and go towards the star. You know, yeah. and there's just like enough things going on, but not overly complex. And I like that. Also, the mini games are just really good. Like there, there. I mean, there's always a couple stinkers, but generally yeah, speaking, they're, they're pretty I, good. There's fewer than regular usual. Aren't yeah, there? I would. There, I mean, there's 80 mini games total, but that includes the games that are in the other two modes. Right, and now that is a problem for the other modes, but I haven't encountered a problem in the regular Mario Party mode yet. Yeah, and so I mean, here's so we're gonna get. I feel like it's time to start moving to the other modes. Yes. So uh, we can say that for the end, but. I do think there's some issues with the amount of minigames, especially seen in that one round of um, River Run that we played. Yes. So there is a, co- a cooperative mode. Is it called River Run? Uh, river Expedition or something, something like that. Something like that. And you're, you're paddling down a river, and you got to get to the end as fast as possible, and there's minigames you can get to boost the amount of time that you have. So you play the minigames. They're all cooperative minigames. That's why they can't be in the regular games. Yes. Is because they all have some kind of cooperativeness to them and they're usually some kind of like score or timed mode and depending on how well you do that dictates how many seconds you'll get added to your time it's it's cool because those mini games are basically in balloons so you have to kind of like paddle towards them and there's a couple things you know you have to dodge obstacles and there's um some music note things that you could try to do i haven't actually hit the music notes all the way through i've hit all but one ones and Uh, i was really frustrated and but the issue the issue with it is that there's not enough mini games yeah, so I think there's enough minigames that if you hit every single balloon, you'll play each one once, but it doesn't roll it that way. You can roll identical games. Right, and I, I just feel like there should be more than that, so like you can't play each one once in a run. Yeah. You know? I think, because Mike, Sarah, and I just played a game, and we hit almost every balloon. Yeah. And we if got not all. three repeats Yeah, for minigames. And I was like... Yeah, and it was okay. like, and I felt bummed too because like of the three that we got repeated, they're kind of like two of them are two of the worst ones in that set, in my opinion. And I, I mean, I don't even think those ones are bad. I don't think any of them were bad. No, but there are definitely like the slower ones. I was just like, okay, we're doing this again. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it. They, but the game mode on its own is fun and it's silly because you know you're trying to paddle with your friends and like you probably will win. You know, it's not like it's hard to get to the end. Right, it's, it's just a fun little experience. Yeah, know. and it's fun to, I think it's fun to play, you have to play it with at least two people. Because Matt played it alone, and uh, how'd that go, Matt? It was lame. It was yeah. really lame. <laughs> so it's just, again, it's another way to play, and I think this is another, like, you know, 
um, hey, here are my friends who don't really play video games. Hey, play this game with me. Right. Because I mean, that's what Mario Party has always been. Yeah, but this one's like very, very welcoming. All you have to do is paddle, and then you play the games with us. Right. Um, and then there's also Rhythm Heaven. Rhythm Heaven yeah, mode. Really. That game, so I actually really like it. So it's a very, oh, very God. simple, it's like five minutes, and there's a collection of, I think, maybe six to ten Well, games. it gets longer, because um, oh, we've done we all start, of them. Oh, you did all yeah. of them? Six to eight games total, I think. And uh, it's basically like they're, they're long mini games that you have to, they kind of keep to a beat. So, like, for example, there's the one that all you have to do is jump and, like, put your hand up in the air. And it's, you're basically jumping to hit coin blocks. And it is the original Mario theme. So if you, if you have a beat and you see where everyone's lines are going up, you're going to be hitting on a certain note every time. But you're not hitting on every single note. Like, it's between the four of you. Right. And, I mean, they're all simple games like that and you just get points. And there's, like, a regular mode, which is just three. There's a remix one, which is three, and then those same three, but a lot faster. And then there's a hard mode, which is, I think, four or five different games. And whoever gets the most points at the end wins. It's very WarioWare, or like Matt said, Rhythm Heaven-y. They're all very motion-controlled games. They recommend you stand when you play it. But, again, I think this is just, like, a fun little, like, warm-up mode. Like, I'll play this once or twice, because it's just, it's silly, and it's fun. Mm -hmm. Um... This is the kind of game I'd want to play with, like, my sister, because I think she would love it. It's it's one of those modes where, after you play it a couple times, you're like, okay. And yeah. I think the same could be said for River Expedition. Yeah, I think they are not the reasons you buy this game. But they are like, hey, you know, we played a game, like, we played a round of Mario Party, we played ten turns. I don't, we don't have enough time for another game. You want to play River Run? You want to play right. the, the but I think mode? I, I, um, I heard somebody else say this, and I would agree with it, um, which is that... If they had taken some development time out of making those little games, they probably could have made the regular Mario Party mode even better. Yeah. You know, they could have added more variety, they could have added more games, they could have added more stuff to the Mario Party mode. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't I don't disagree with that, but at the same time, I'm happy where they're all at. Like, I know they're not the main draws of the game, but I do like that they're there. Right. And um But that also brings me to Toad's Rec Room. Yeah, so let's so talk about that. Yesterday, uh, me, Mike, Sarah, and Rob played all four games on Toad's Rec Room. In Toad's Rec Room, and th- I had at least a little bit of enjoyment. In all oh no, we didn't play the banana one. We didn't but play the banana one. But that we played the other three. We played the baseball one. We played um, the there's this puzzle one where you got to put a bunch of little eight bit characters together in like puzzle, puzzle pieces. pieces. And there was um, the tanks, the tank one. So, um, I feel like we could play the tank one more. I actually really enjoyed that one. Yeah. It was the one that they were super advertising. Yeah, that's the one. There's only, yeah, so there's only four games total, and, okay, let's just start with this. None of them are the reason you're playing Mario Party. No, but it's kind of crazy how they work. Yeah, it's it's like... Really impressive. They're kind of all tech demo-y, but, wow, it is really cool that they do do what they do. Yeah. It's like... You know, so let's, let's talk about the tank one first. So that's the one you, like, you just swipe between your two switches, and that's the map. And, like, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Like, that technology is really cool. I don't really understand how it works, but well, I'm okay I, with that. I think it's just, I think it's just, um, you know, it's not Wi-Fi, but it's... Yeah, but um, they're connecting and making the map, and they're are, like, okay. Yeah, and it, it and then it knows, okay, so I'm here in relation to this Switch. Yeah. But it's it's super cool the way it happens. It's like magic. Yeah. It is definitely, yeah. I mean, it's 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 tech demo but wow, is it cool. <laughs> right, and I mean, like... I, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but someday where they're like, oh, you could do something similar, but you could do it with four switches. Yeah. That would be really cool. It would. 
it's it's the tank game was silly and fun. It was it, we had a good time playing it. I mean, I wouldn't like I wouldn't be like, oh, we gotta go play the tank game, right? And uh, but I mean, out of all the ones that we played, that was that's the one that I'd say let's go to in Toad's Rec Room. Yes, um, we played the baseball one, which was. It was fun. Be- I think it was fun because of us. Yeah, because of who we were playing. But with. if we weren't playing with us, I think it just would have been frustrating. Yeah, it's it's a simple. Uh, it's actually the joke is that the Nintendo made a toy that was this game years ago. Mm-hmm. But it's, so it's a baseball. I mean, there's it's two and two, right? Um, one person pitches, and it's basically just like pulling back the uh, the analog stick and throwing it forward. And depending on how far back you pull and how quickly you go back, it's like a fastball or, or a slow slow ball. I don't, I don't know baseball terms. Yeah, you, you got um, it, more or less. And then there's one person who has, like, three cups in the outfield, and they move them left and right simultaneously. And when the player hits the, bu- hits the bat and it hits the ball out, if you catch it in one of the cups, it's out. But there's, like, uh, like little sections in the back wall like little holes you can go through and it's like the ones close to the fouls are singles and then doubles and then triples and then behind the the center one is the home run and you just play innings of baseball and it's fine it's not super you know well designed it's pretty silly there were some moments of frustration on Matt's yeah, part yeah there there's moments where like you just genuinely can't do anything it's like okay yeah Matt got it, frustrated. it was all in good fun it, it was, was a lot good. of fun like listen i i may have kicked Matt's ass 9 to 0 <laughs> or 9 to 1 i think it was 9 to 1 but uh he it got was one. Thank it you. was very silly and very fun <laughs> it was it was stupid it was a good time somehow, it made me wish for mario baseball game yeah. which who knows but somehow that was not the stupidest thing we did because the last thing we <laughs> did was the, the puzzle match game so this is how the game's supposed to work you put the switches together and there's a warp pipe between the two switches and there's four to five pieces per eight bit thing and you have to move them around and put them together instead of doing this cooperatively which is what you're supposed to do is like finish both of them in the allotted time instead we made this a team game where you had to keep your opponent from finishing their picture yeah and so i'm sitting there trying to put together this picture of daisy and, and the I, other three goofballs are like just moving the pieces around and I, i'm like guys i like put them in a way that i was starting to deadlock them like in the corner like all of them just shoved in the corner of the space <laughs> and then you couldn't move any of them it was like oh my god it was it was so dumb but it was actually Actually, so that's actually really fun. It was it was really fun. It was really funny. Yeah, the issue with Toad's Rec Room is obviously you need two switches and both need a copy of Mario Party to play. Right. So, I'm, part of me is well, like, wow, this is cool, but I wish there was more into it. I'm actually kind of okay with that because wow, there are going to be a lot of people who will never experience this mode, like ever. Yeah. yeah. So I don't I don't feel super bad about it. But then the last mode is the one where we haven't actually played you and I, which is it's the Champions Road. I think it's called Champions something. It's single player challenge mode. Yeah, it, you need to unlock all the mini games to uh, to play this mode, and it is like a single player. I guess it's like a mini game challenge mode yes. of some kind. Um, this is how you unlock the last two characters in the game, and uh, we haven't really been able to talk about it yet because yeah. we haven't played it. But, and we'll get there. But like. Listen, I'm enjoying the game, and there's a mode I haven't even played. Right, and I I do know there's also two inside of the like the mini game center where you just play the mini games. There's also two mini modes in there. Also, yeah, which are like mini game rush it. style things, and that's the thing. You know, as much as obviously I would love to just have like a game with just Mario Party, just the maps, and have it really good and have all these things. I think the main mode is awesome as it is. It is, and really having good. you know, I mean at this point, Toad's Rec Room, two different mini game modes. The, the Rhythm Heaven game, the the, the Safari thing. That's, I mean, that's five secondary, short, but secondary modes that I think the people will enjoy playing if you're, you know... I think the people who would play Mario Party and enjoy it the most 
would be happy to have those modes because they'd be like, yeah, screw it, let's play this time, this one, this one time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not bad. None of it's bad. Yeah, at all. And I, I get why you know it doesn't. I don't think any of them will have the same kind of staying power that the main mode will have. Right. But here's here's the other thing. If you're upset about a, a lack of stuff, um, even Mario Tennis is getting new things added to it. Yeah. I think the one thing that you can just stress is that every major Nintendo game that's come out, Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, Pokken, Mario Tennis, Mario Kirby and Rabbids. Star Allies, Mario and Rabbids, every game Nintendo has really put a backing towards has had post-release stuff added to it yes extra so content. i th- i genuinely think that there is going there's just going to be stuff coming to mario party like i'm just waiting absolutely for it. i think and it would be so easy too because like okay you know listen if they put in even one more map wow yeah it's like here I, and huge. they're going to you know they're gonna add at least one more map. i would i would love for them to have at least one more map and then like what else would you want? Okay, maybe a couple more mini games. Uh, maybe sure, why not? Like, give me like you know five or six new mini games. One exactly. Three, you know, one co-op, one team, one two v two, one one v three, one four v four, or four four v all, I guess, <laughs> whatever it's called. You know, that'd be fine. I don't think it's super relevant for the main mode for those side mission modes. Yeah, a little bit more. You know. Uh, no, I I honestly think it's more important for the main mode to get new stuff. Well, I mean, I guess it'd be. Mm, Maps. I'm just. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm saying. I'm, I'm just saying in terms of mini games. Oh, okay. Like mini games alone. I think the. the I mean, obviously, the the river run needs more oh, mini games yeah, yeah, just yeah, because sure. it. You know, it has less I mean, mini I, games. I think from. if we're likely to get anything, I think we're most likely to get more maps. I think so too. And also, I mean, obviously, like, why wouldn't you just like throw four more characters in there? Like, why not? Like, Birdo's in the game, but she's not a playable yeah. character. Like, like Birdo's just walking, and Birdo's like walking around the plaza, yeah. Like other playable characters are, which is ma- which makes me wonder. Hmm. And here's another thing that just kind of upsets me for no specific reason. There's a distinct lack of anything Odyssey. Yeah, that is a little strange. And I'm just like, why? Like, why not put a map themed like Retroville? That's not the name of the place. Retroville. <laughs> Metro Kingdom. Metro Kingdom. You mean New Donk City? Yeah, that one. It's called the Metro Kingdom. It's no New Donk City is in the Metro Kingdom. Okay, sorry. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, it would be really easy to make like another another map or um, Mario Odyssey theme, or like put Pauline in the game. Why not? Right? Like just yeah, it's like what? Like no, actually, why not? Yeah, like, make Cappy a playable character. I mean, Boo's a playable character. Why <laughs> not? Yeah, just throw throw. Well, because um, okay, quick spoiler for a character that's cut. I don't know if you know this. I mean, she's in the opening, but Pom Pom is in the game. Yes. Like, I mean, you could put in the other guy, the the fame, the male equivalent of Pom Pom. Yeah, you could... Oh, any of the, the Koopalings. Any of the Koopalings. Well, Pom-Pom isn't a Koopaling. I know, but... Uh, Spike, who's also walking around the back. Yeah, Spike was playing with Mario Party 10. Why isn't he in this one? And he was playing with Mario Tennis Aces. Yeah, and he's in Mario Tennis Aces. Koopa Paratroopa. Chomp Chomp! Chomp? You mean Chain Chomp? That one! Chain Chomp. <laughs> I'd be less considering Chain Chomp, Womp... And the bomb only because they are in the maps. Okay, places. yeah, but in one of the mini games, you have Monty yes, Mole mashing other Monty Moles. He's so, so like, sad. Though. Could you imagine that one scene on the fourth map with the chain chop? Yes. And another chain chop, and both of them are just confused. Like, just why like, is what? This oh no, it's like just like a bigger <laughs> chain chop. Uh, well, I will also say it won't be the bomb only because on the bomb level. If you go up after the happening space happens, oh yeah, you can have li- the ally, or the, the fake ally, the negative bomb. ally, but bomb. Yeah. I don't think bomb would be one either. Yeah, but I mean, there's just like obviously, I mean, like at this point, we have Hammer Bro, Monty Mole, Goomba, you know, 
Goomba. <laughs> Let's just stop there. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's, they could easily throw four more characters in there, and they don't need to. Like, put Linky Kirby in there. <laughs> also, that, like, I mean, honestly, could you imagine, like, because like every time a person comes in, they say something. Can you imagine, like, if they put Isabel and Tom Nook in the game, and they're like, "Wow, I'm used to these parties. No one ever played it though." Like, just like kind of make some sass, <laughs> a little side comment, and it would just be so. Like, this game has so much of that potential, right. and it'd be so easy to do. Mm-hmm. But even as it stands, Matt. Solid game? Solid, solid 8 out of 10. Solid. I would, I'd give it, I think, an 8.5 out of 10 if you're playing with friends. If you're playing it alone, do not buy this game. Yeah. This is a game for friends. It's not worth it if you're playing by yourself. Yeah. Because it's like, as much as I think all those little modes are really cool and fun and silly, those modes are not fun alone. None of them are. Not at all. Yeah. Plus, for Cold Dragon, we can't play alone. So, yeah. So that's that. Uh, Matt, are we good to close up? Yeah, I, th- I think so. All right, so give us a fun fact, Matt. Okay, I have a couple fun facts, I guess. Wow, perhaps, he's making up for like the four weeks of no fun for facts. Weeks. Okay, so my first one is that the movie that Mike alluded to was Venom. Venom! Me, uh, Tim, Luke, and Rob saw Venom. Venom! Uh, a couple days ago. I went to play Mario Party. I think my time was better spent. And, uh, well, I am a diehard Spider-Man fan. I love 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 spider-man okay and i was not expecting much from this movie because it was a venom movie without spider-man it was a venom origin story without spider-man which for anyone who knows the comics should know doesn't that's make sense. not logical <laughs> um and no first of all the movie was not logical at all mm-hmm. it's so the way i would i would talk about this movie oh, well, here we is, go if it were not a Venom movie, you take all references to Venom or Spider-Man or anything like that out of the movie, then it was an okay 6 out of 10 movie. But with Venom, it just makes, like, no sense at all. It's just stupid. None of the characters are <laughs> anything like their comic book counterparts. None of the... the Anything. None of it is accurate at all. And it's awful. It's bad. It's just bad. It, it made me upset for yeah. a lot of reasons that I could talk about. Uh, but it's just Sony screwing things up that I love. Per usual. Um, my other fun fact yes. is that when you um, go to brunch with your friend and you zone out staring at a window, you you should make sure that there's nobody in front of you. Oh, no. <laughs> so, I'm, so we're just sitting there and we're talking and I'm staring out the window, right? And I'm just staring out the window and the waitress is standing in front of the window taking somebody else's no. order. And I, I just wasn't paying attention. I, just, I wasn't paying attention. And she turns around and she sees me just like, staring like blank mind and she kind of looks at me and she like cocks her head a little bit and she's like hello and i wasn't paying attention oh my god and then i hear and i i look at her i'm like and i like squint and i'm like is she talking to hello oh no (laughs) and she just looks at me and she walks away (laughs) and yeah and i was like oh this is the one oh gosh and i didn't realize what happened and then i looked down at my food and i look back up at robin and go (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you saw that track of me making stupid sounds, right? Yes. Don't worry. Don't worry. That'll go there. All right, good. Uh, hmm, My fun fact. I don't know if I have a fun fact this week. Um, My fun fact is to make sure that you always, always check your motorcycle cover before it's a windy, rainy day, because sometimes you find it halfway across the lawn and your motorcycle is covered in water. 
Those things are not easy to dry. I would imagine. Yeah, that was uh, that was last week's fun. That's a bit of a bummer. That's eh, fine. I mean, it's a motorcycle. It's allowed to get wet. <laughs> it's just, it's like, oh, I have to dry it and go out there. But I mean, I'll get it over myself. Right. Um, so Matt, let's talk about some contact information. So what do we got? Oh, okay. Well, we have a Gmail. Yes. We have, we have a place where you can contact us. If you too have been scarred emotionally by the movie Venom. Or uh, Ubisoft isn't answering your canceling pre-orders we can help each other through it by emailing each other at pink gold peeps well not at like the at sign but our you know, email address is pink gold peeps at gmail.com we also have a twitter which where is. we occasionally say funny things yeah which is pink gold peeps at or at, at pink, gold pink gold peeps that one is at pink gold peeps we did one of those things uh last week they someone posted the like you get this many points which what things are you getting ported to switch and me and matt both did it so we posted were they both posted they posted both them up uh, so that one's that was a little silly. If you want to take a look at that, uh, we also have uh, well, we have our podcast, which is on SoundCloud and, and it's iTunes. Al- it's also on iTunes, so you can subscribe and follow us there. It's really cool. We usually update the uh, beginning of the week. Yeah, ish Monday, ish. Tuesday, somewhere yeah. on there. And uh, if there's anything you ever want us to talk about on the show, reach out to us on any of these ways. Any of these, yeah. We'll talk we would about love it. to talk about things that you guys want to hear about. That yeah. I mean, honestly, that's the thing that I would... I, just, I want to know what you guys want to hear about. Yeah. Because I love to talk about anything video games, so anything I would be happy talking about. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, outside of that, uh, the only other thing I want to say is that Rick's record made our opening, and he's really cool. Awesome. Woo. Yeah. Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. So we're done. Later, peeps. Bye. Ciao! Oh. <laughs>